Hello and welcome to another episode of the EMG podcast. I'm your host, Sam Boyassi, and it's that time again to review the biggest headlines from the previous month in the pharmaceutical industry. Now, I personally didn't think that there were any overriding, overarching themes that dominated September. So I'm instead going to talk to you about a number of particularly eye-catching announcements that took place that I feel demonstrates how the pharma industry overall is really starting to evolve its approaches. So the first story that I want to start off with is some really, really exciting news, actually, uh, which is that GSK CEO Emma Walmsley could shortly be joining the board of Microsoft in addition to her current role at GSK. Now, Emma has been nominated to this post and the appointment is expected to be confirmed at Microsoft's annual shareholder meeting, which is on the 4th of December. But I think that this move is just an example of the rise that we've seen over the recent years of giant tech companies like Microsoft and Google in the life sciences industry overall and even recruiting people from those areas. Um, And Emma's huge knowledge of product development will definitely be a huge benefit to Microsoft as they move into this space as well. Other exciting news included Sanofi's creation of a mental health app for multiple sclerosis patients. Now, in order to create the technology, Sanofi partnered with a mental health digital therapeutics firm named Happify Health. Now, this app is currently in a proof-of-concept online trial stage with several thousands of MS patients. But once those results are published later this year, Sanofi and Happify are basically planning to submit the app to the FDA uh, so that it can go through its usual regulatory process for software as a medical device. But moving into the area of digital therapeutics has been a long-term ambition of Sanofi's chief medical officer, Amit Nathwani, who, by the way, is someone that we interviewed for Gold very recently, so you can go and check that out online. Uh, But it basically shows the increasing emphasis being placed on digital technology as a means to treat patients by the pharma industry, something we're bound to see a great deal of in the coming years. Uh, But it's also yet another example of pharma working with tech companies, which is just great to see overall. Now, moving on, another big story that caught my eye in September was an Israeli subsidiary of Tiva Pharmaceuticals called Salomon Levin Elstein, who I'll refer to as LSE, making a deal with an Israeli medical marijuana product maker called Kandok. Sorry, yeah, it's Kandok, not Kanadok, <laughs> to distribute its product to Israeli hospitals, health maintenance organizations, and all pharmacies as well. But SLE will also provide logistical support to distribute Kandok's products abroad to countries that support the sale and distribution of medical cannabis as well. Um, so that's really exciting for them. But it's a big move by a major pharmaceutical company, I would say, in, in the area of medical cannabis anyway, of which there hasn't been much movement so far. Um, and it will be very interesting to see the rate at which other big pharma companies start uh, to take big strides in this field as well. Now, a theme that we've noticed at Gold over the last year or so is that pharma companies have been increasingly willing to collaborate with external organisations, tapping into their expertise of other healthcare areas to drive forward new treatments to benefit patients after at the end of the day. Um, so it was fantastic to see the announcement that Bayer will be working with Brigham and Women's Hospital and Massachusetts General Hospital to launch a joint lab to research new drug candidates to basically treat chronic lung disease. Now, the joint lab will host scientists from each of the three parties, with Bayer investing over $30 million to fund joint research projects over the next five years. So do keep an eye out for that because I'm expecting nothing but amazing news from that going forward. 
And finally, I want to end on some really fascinating research findings that emerged in September, courtesy of Abbott. Um, they were showing essentially that artificial intelligence technology that they developed is able to help doctors better determine which patients are having a heart attack. Now, the company believed that technology could potentially be developed f- further in the future to allow detection of a heart attack before it even occurs. Um, and the use of new technologies like AI and machine learning is becoming increasingly more common in pharma and this study is just one example of that because there are so many more and uh, as I said so many more will be emerging so really really fantastic but that's it for our September review of the pharmaceutical industry Um, again I just picked up on a few particular highlights that related to the industry that resonated with me or that caught my attention in particular so do make sure that you keep an eye out for any other news and talk to us on social media, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, if there's anything else that you think we should be aware of and that we should talk about in the future. But yeah, that's it for now. Thanks for listening and join us again next week for another episode of the EMG podcast. Mm-hmm.